as the stage is being set for football's greatest spectacle, we wonder who the main characters are going to be, the names who are going to be remembered, and if you are bound to be disappointed with any of the players. I'm Marcel Young, teacher at Cultura Inglesa, and I've seen my share of World Cups, but I must confess that this one has this special thing about it, being the first one after the pandemic. And I'm Renato Loureiro, also a teacher at Cultura Inglesa, and I can safely say that I'm officially hyped for the greatest football event in the world. And this is Cultura Inglesa Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Cultura Inglesa Podcast. final episode about football and before we get started just a huge disclaimer here dear listeners we are recording this episode on november 17th three days before the world cup kicks off however the episode is going to air only on november 30th so i guess it will be really interesting and even funny to see how predictions panned out well that being said, I'd first like to thank Renato for being here. Um, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Um, I've been here before uh, when we talked about the Olympics. Oh, and yes. It's, it's very nice to, to be back to talk about another great sports event, which is the World Cup. So thanks thanks for having me. Yeah, that's, uh, it's always a pleasure. And time flies, right? Because... It was like, what, a year ago? More than a year ago, right? We talked yeah. about the Olympics. 2021, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, what's your relationship with this kind of... Do you like like the Olympics, the World Cup? Do you get excited about these big events? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm usually hyped when these kinds of events happen. Um, it's funny because before the event starts or some, you know, a couple of months before, I usually don't remember about this stuff too much but then when uh it gets closer and you start you know looking at uh, um people on television talking about it or the internet you know everyone starting with their meme factory of like situations and and stuff that happens uh in the events this uh really you know gets me going i, I really want to 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 watch to watch the games and and the events um i'm not into i'm not much into those openings and you know and, and closing ceremonies this is not these are not you know things that i usually enjoy um but the games itself you know the the sports and the events this, this is something that really um uh, you know they they have a very big impact on 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 my uh, on my life when they happen you know i'm always like watching trying to know what happened and the world cup is no different and the world cup is even more um special than the olympics because uh it also uh, uh teases our uh, our you know uh, memories right our effective uh memory we can say like That's when we sure. were kids and watching games and stuff like that so yeah, I really enjoy these event, these events. So many nostalgic moments, right? And then when you think of exactly. the World Cups, and what what's the f- 
the World Cup that comes to mind in your case? Um, uh, th there are two that I actually, you know, can can fondly remember. Uh, I mean, it's no coincidence that both of them, uh, Brazil was 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 champion. Um, one was 1994, which was the first World Cup that I actually had the the, the chance to watch. Uh, I was six years old, so I could I could you know remember most of it, and it was a lot of fun to watch the games and see the finals and that um, the, the penalty shootouts and, and you know it's, it was amazing. And um, the other one was 2002. Um, I remember that vividly because uh, when we were uh, I, I was 14 when when this happened. Um, And I was I, I was doing a, I was taking a prep course, and um, I was about to get into a technical school, a high high school, and I was I was taking a prep course in the morning. So my, my dad would drive me to the prep to, to, to the to the school like every morning, and we we used to watch the games before. So we would go to a bakery, watch the game, and then he would take me to to school, and then he would. Um, set off to work, so it was it was nice to watch some of the games with him, you know, and a lot of people like watching, and so it's really fun. And of course, watching the games in the morning—that's that's something different, you know. It is, it is, it is, but uh, it is something that I like. I like these kind of unusual things that we do during World Cups, right? We wake up early in the morning to watch matches, and then we uh, watch another match in the afternoon, and then. You know, we read about them, we watch the, the highlights, right? We, we discuss, like, for example, uh, in this World Cup, the first game is going to be Qatar versus Ecuador, right? So, it's, um, you know, and I'm kind of excited about it. Lots of people say, oh, are you going to watch the first game? I say, of course, so, you know, I'm going to watch it because it's, it's the World Cup. Everything's different. Everything, everything feels different, right? Uh, you're talking about the 1994, yes, that, that was the first World Cup that I um, also vividly remember. I'm going to use the same <laughs> adverb that you used, I like that one. Uh, because I, I think the, I, I was born in 1979, man. I'm, I'm getting old, I know that. But 1982, obviously, I didn't remember anything. 1986, I think I was too young, I couldn't care less. And 1990 was kind of like a trauma, right? I remember watching that games especially versus uh when we played argentina we lost argentina in the round of 16 if i'm not mistaken but 1994 was the first one i was i was 15 right so i could actually i i, I you know i couldn't understand what was happening I, i i knew the players yes and we're gonna talk more about players i don't know who are the best players in your opinion guys during that world cup Renato, apart from pomario <laughs> 94 yeah um 94 was crazy because um there were many players who were expected to be like top notch but they they were not like uh Hai, for example uh he was supposed to be one of the the, the greats in that in that world that for that you know the championship uh he ended up being 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 substituted or uh swapped right he was he was swapped yeah. in, in 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 like the first game or something so um But I remember Zinho played really well that World Cup. Leonardo was having a great World Cup up uh, up until uh, the moment that he yeah, elbowed his elbowing. Uh, I still don't understand why he did that. You know, <laughs> that was... He wasn't 
it wasn't, you know, I mean, if, if, you, if that happened to players, right? I mean, but like he was the good guy, right? He was always exactly. known as the good. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody talks about Zidane in 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 2006. Is that it? Yeah, when he had when it, he uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but what we had we had our own Zidane moment <laughs> in 2094, right? It was kind of crazy. But I think he uh, he played really well as well. Bebeto was was amazing. Um, Mazinho also had a, had an important um, uh, played an important part uh, in, in in that. Team. And of course, Tafarel. Tafarel was like one of the, the, the greatest names. And I don't know why, if it's something that. Because um, I, I remember being very young and people overly criticizing Tafarel. I think he was kind of always scrutinized and uh, people always focusing on his, let's say, the, the goals that he conceded instead of his saves, right? Mm-hmm. And now in, in hindsight, I think Tafarel, I mean, in my humble opinion, Tafarel is probably the best goalkeeper I ever had. Well, at least one of the, I don't know, we can always talk about Gilmar, we can always talk about... Uh, but I think it was, yeah, he's probably one of the, if not the, one of the three best goalkeepers that we've ever had in history. And I remember that people were always criticizing him. Say, oh, yeah, Tafarel, you know, giving him, like, nicknames and stuff. But And, and, I, and I also remember that 1994 team, even especially before the tournament started, the team was, the team was heavily criticized. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the media, the... You know, the newspapers or the journalists are always like, oh my God, this team is not ideal. They are not playing well as a team, you know, and um, and I was, I was, and I know, yeah, I remember people saying that the game they played was quite bureaucratic. They didn't play, perhaps they were being compared with the 1982 team, right? It wasn't. The game didn't flow the same way. They, they didn't play as beautifully as you know previous squads, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What, what about players from other countries? Do you, do you have any player? I, I always think of uh, well, for him, uh, Roberto Baggio, right? He was like the best <laughs> player, one of the best players in the world, right? Back yeah, he uh, at, at that point I think he was he was if not number one, he was one of the best players uh, currently when, and, and at that moment, you know, so yeah um, and he missed that penalty, that was crazy, I remember the goalkeeper from Spain, uh, Zubi Zaheta he was, <laughs> he was amazing, he was a great, great goalkeeper uh, Stoichkov from Bulgaria was also top notch oh yes um, yes, that's there was, I, I think Klingsman was still playing for, for, for Germany Klinsmann, really, really uh, good. And there was uh, a, like uh, Romania, right? Everybody was like, it was the biggest surprise in the tournament. It was yeah, like the, this... the, the World Cup fever, <laughs> we call it. Yeah. Like, uh, was Romania. This guy, what's his name? Haji, right? Haji. Yes. Haji, yes. He was really good. Um, yeah, yeah th- we always have these kinds of things, like players that... Um, they, uh, we can say that can sometimes they do, they even get bigger than than their squads. You know, like we remember these players more than we remember the 
you know, the team or uh, if they if they won or lost, like really, um, that 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 happens a lot, and, and it's yeah. probably not going to be different with this this World Cup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, are you excited about any players for this World Cup? Not only from Brazil, but are you looking forward to watching any any players? Uh, you know, uh, perform during the World Cup. Yeah, um, well, uh, I'm gonna be a little obvious, but I'm actually curious. Uh, I'm not really excited, but I'm curious to know uh, what Cristiano Ronaldo is going to do because uh, he's been in a weird situation in Manchester United. Like, we don't know, the people don't know if he's happy or not, and the coach looks like the coach is not really helping. I mean, he isn't, he isn't happy in, in, in Man U. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see what's, what what he's going to do uh, because he's not, you know, he, he hasn't been playing that well. Um, I am. I'm also curious to see, and this is something that is a bit different. Um, I, I I learned recently that uh, in Denmark, for example, we have uh, the goalkeeper uh, is Casper Schmeichel, and. Um, he is Peter Schmeichel's son. Uh, Peter Schmeichel was one of the greatest uh, goalkeepers, um, and he's from Denmark, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was really important for Denmark in 2006, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, and now his his son Casper is is there. So I'm curious to see um, how how his play uh, how his son. Um, you know, plays. So, so I'm curious about him. So we could definitely say that his son took after his dad, right? I mean, it's like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, it's a family thing, right? I mean, everyone, everyone in that family wants to be a goalkeeper, right? Because exactly. Because in Brazil, I was having this conversation with some friends over on the weekend that in Brazil nobody wants to be a goalkeeper. I was a goalkeeper at school because I oh. couldn't play well, so I was like, oh, Marcel, you were gonna be a goalkeeper, and then I kind of liked it you know uh, but uh, yeah we have this culture that in Brazil nobody wants to be to play in that position everybody wants to be a striker everybody wants to play a midfielder right exactly. but goalkeeper is kind of like uh, no, um, you know only if you can't play in other positions and, yeah and they are they are not often as valued as strikers for example or attacking midfielders so If you think about one player that I really admire uh, in the Brazilian squad is the goalkeeper Alisson. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do believe that he's, if he's not the best, he's one of the three best goalkeepers in the world at the moment. Right? Yeah. Always talk about uh, Courtois from Belgium. Yes. Uh, There's another German player. Uh, I forgot his name. It's not Manuel Neuer. There is another. There's uh, Chicken. Yeah. You know, there are many go- good goalkeepers um, and, and in the world at the moment, but mm-hmm. I I don't know. Alisson, for me, is just... You know, uh, the, the way he plays, not only with his hands, right? and But the way he, he plays with his feet as well. So mm-hmm. the way he controls the ball and, you know, he, he assists, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's just amazing. So, but it's not as hyped as other players, for example, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when I was when I was uh, I was you know studying for 
for this episode. I was che checking some of the players, and when you get to, like the star players uh, for the teams, they're often uh, forward players or midfielders. We don't have a lot of goalkeepers or defenders, right? The only exceptions, just for you guys to have an idea, um, we had uh, Kaylor Navas, which is the goalkeeper for Costa Rica. Um, okay. And for the Netherlands, we have uh, Van Dijk, which is um, which is from the, the Liverpool defender. So these are like two very small <laughs> um, uh, exceptions of, you know, the other like what 29 28 uh, midfielders and, and and forward players so that's that's kind of crazy you know if you think about it yes we are we are about to play uh camera around right uh, that's, exactly. that's our next that's our next match and Do you know anything about them? Because I think the best, their best players are. There's this guy called uh, Andre Frank Angisa, right? He's, mm -hmm. a, he's a midfielder from from Napoli, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. I think he, he used to play it uh, in Fulham, uh, in the Premier League, but uh, he didn't play so well there, and the team was relegated, and it wasn't good. So and then he he transferred to Napoli and now apparently he's doing very well in Napoli. And yep. there's another guy called uh, look his name is Call Brilliant. <laughs> Call Brilliant it can be right. He is a he's also a left winger. Yes, mm -hmm. at Lyon in, in the French league. So he's also you know uh, he's not a striker but he's a left winger. Yes, he's like similar to what. Similar position to, for example, Vinicius Jr., right? So, mm -hmm. he's a left winger. So, yeah. Um, so, a midfielder, attacking midfielder, and a left winger. So, yeah, that's those are the positions that players usually get, you know, uh, talked about, right? Yeah, so. and, and especially uh, African teams, they are very um, offense-oriented. You know, they're very, um, you know, They are usually skillful. They're usually pretty fast, uh, and they are usually, you know, offensive. Like they they like striking the opponent and attacking uh, at, at all time. So uh, that's that's a very that's a very um, a very big characteristic from from the the African uh, football, you know. So yeah, uh, they also uh, this uh, the, the 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 team from Cameroon also has uh, Kounde, which is oh yeah, uh, he's a very good midf midfielder. Uh, he plays for Olympiacos now, right? Um, but he's he's also uh, a good player. So yeah, these guys might give us some headache. <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, during yes. during the game, you know. Yes, and you're talking about you're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo, right? And, uh, mm -hmm. Because we, we might play against him, right, in the, in the round of 16. So it all depends on you know, all the results and the, on the group stage games. But we might play Portugal. And um, if we play against Portugal, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy, right? It's, Portugal, I think, has a really good squad, apart from Cristiano Ronaldo, 
there was this very young kid, uh, Rafael Leal, right? Very talented. Yes. Yes. Plays, uh, I forgot which team he plays for. Uh, but he's a really talented player. And, and Bruno Rafael Leal. Rafael yes. Leal, yeah. He plays yes. in Milan. Milan, yes. Uh, we also have Bernardo, Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva. Also yeah, good. And uh, so, yeah, we, we might play against Portugal. And uh, it could be Portugal, it could be Uruguay, perhaps, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, Uruguay can, can also be a possibility. It's going to be a tough um, one as well. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, we, uh, if you consider, it's funny because if you look at the squads, um, most of them, uh, you, you can see some kind of like renewing in, in most of the, the squads, you know. Uh, even Germany, for example, we have like uh, Müller, Götze, and all the others are like new players. Of course, we have Manuel Neuer, but we have like new players, like players who are like at the first World Cup or second. Um, but if you check Uruguay, I think it's the the, the most experienced, one of the most experienced squad squads. Like they have uh, Suarez, they have Cavani. Uh-huh. Um, I think Vinha played in the last World Cup as well. We have Muslera, the goalkeeper. Um, and and... there was that kid that is doing really well at the moment, Darwin Nunes. Yes. Darwin Nunes. So... That kid, I don't know if you've seen him playing. I that haven't, is, yes. That kid is, you know, uh, we have to really watch for him because he's. Uh, he currently plays for. Uh, I saw a game. He, he plays for Manchester City, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's... No, 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 no. Uh, Liverpool. Oh, he plays for Liverpool. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, yeah Liverpool. Sorry, yet. sorry, Liverpool. I, I was, was watching, you know, some some Premier League games and mm-hmm. plays for Liverpool. Yes, uh, alongside with Salah, right? So, mm-hmm. which who unfortunately won't be in the World Cup, right? That's exactly that's right. Yeah. There's so, there so many good players that, for example, I, I follow the Premier League, right? And mm-hmm. For example, Salah, if he, he's an Egyptian player, mm-hmm. Egypt is not going to be in the World Cup, unfortunately. And the Holland as well from, from Norway, right? I mean, yeah, this is, this, I think this is the biggest miss yeah, he's, from, from, the, from the World Cup because he's, uh, he's like the sensation now, right? Like scoring yeah, yes. goal after yes. goal, like he's yes. really, really good. So that's, he's, that's, he's, that's the player to be missed. He's considered like the, probably the best striker in the world at the moment, right? I, uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's not going to be in the World Cup. But, Renato, okay, we, we're talking about, we've been talking about players, right? And people who uh, follow football, they obviously recognize those players. But what about those? Uh, what about uh, for the listeners who don't actually follow? Yes, uh, football. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but they can probably be watching the World Cup, right? For example, my my wife, she, she doesn't know know the names and the players, right? Mm-hmm. But she's gonna be watching the World Cup. So for those listeners, okay, and. We could talk about some players. Okay, these are the players to watch during the World Cup. Okay, so 
you, you mentioned uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, right? I could also chip in with Messi, right? Because when mm-hmm. we talk about Ronaldo, we have to talk about Messi because there's... Okay, so Lionel Messi, the Argentinian player. Exactly. It's, it's probably going to be his last World Cup as well, right? So yeah. he's, this is his last chance to... You know, I, when, when students ask me, oh, teacher, who are you rooting for during the World Cup? I say, well, obviously... Brazil is my first pick, mm-hmm. but if Brazil, I mean, if something happens in the way, I'm going to be supporting Argentina. Many people say, oh my God, I can't believe that because of the rivalry, right? But I said, no, I really, really uh, root for Lionel Messi, you know, okay. for all that he's done, the, for the player he is, for the person that he is, you know. So I would really like to see Messi you know, lifting the World Cup trophy, if not Brazil, right? I mean, <laughs> of course, okay. Um, but apart from those two, Renato, I mean, which players would you, let's say, you know, we always recommend movies to watch, we always recommend films and restaurants to go to, right, as teachers. as So which players would you recommend to watch? Like, uh, recommend watching, sorry. Uh, well, um, uh, I think one of the if you, if you consider like the the greatest players, we can consider some Brazilian players, and then uh, Cristiano and Messi. Uh, I think uh, Kevin De Bruyne from um, from Belgium is a very uh-huh. very talented player, great uh, 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 great passing skills, and, and also a very good striker as well. Like he's he's got a very powerful uh, powerful kick. So uh, I think he's he's a nice uh, player to watch. Um, from Canada, we have uh, kind of a surprise here because Canada is usually not uh, in the World Cup, right? Usually, yes. you know, the the, the North American um, uh, tryouts are usually the hardest one. You know, not not the hardest one, but it's the most competitive because we have like Mexico connected is the CONCACAF you call it right so uh-huh. Central and North so usually you have like Mexico and USA and then usually Costa Rica so it's kind of hard uh-huh. so Canada is now here and uh, they've got a, a very good forward called uh, Alfonso Davies he's from oh. Bayern, Bayern Munich uh-huh. and um, guy's really good like he's fast he's, he's a so dribbler cool. so it's really nice to that's a good a good uh, player to watch. Um, and we, we all like Canada, right? We all we love do. Canada. Canada is a fun country. I would like to, to go there someday. <laughs> um, oh, me too. And um, of course, uh, if you're watching a, a, a game from Wales, for example, we have Gareth Bale. Um, He's, he's, he's been better, right? But now he's playing for Los Angeles. Uh, he's seen better days. He's seen better days, right? He's yeah. like 10 years ago. I think he was, uh, he was much faster. and yes, Exactly. So. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's the, these are these, this is nice to check as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, Robert Lewandowski from Poland. Yeah. Um, yes. He's going to be also there. Uh, yeah. In Germany, we have uh, Goretzka, which is which is also a very good midfielder. Uh, Sané is going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have Shaka from Switzerland. Uh, by the Sané. way, we are going to play him 
by the way, when when this is when this is on, we will have already played beat I hope Switzerland. That. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we have Son uh, in, in South Korea. Like Son yeah. is an amazing player. Um, so this is not only Son, but there's a, there's another kid. His name is King Min Jae Jai. Min Kim Min Jai. Okay, he's uh. He plays for uh, Tottenham. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Okay. And um, um, speaking of well, Asian countries, right? Um, for those who don't know, I'm um, uh, Japanese by descent. Yeah. So I'm kind of like <laughs> uh, really always root for Japan during the World Cups. I know I I don't think they will, you know, uh, you know, perhaps they will past the group stage but there was this uh, kid called Kaoru Mitoma okay? okay he played for he also played in in the Premier League and he played for Brighton okay which is a team who's doing really really well this season nice uh, Brighton for those who don't know is one of the uh, uh, coastal towns in, in England right mm -hmm. uh, it's a lovely beach town um, in south of England, so and they're doing really well this year. And uh, one of the reasons is that this Japanese striker who's you know doing uh, quite well on their team. And speaking of young players, Hanato, there is um, we can always we, we can't uh, we, we can never uh, write Spain off, right? I mean, Spain, uh, even though they don't have the best team. This World Cup, they have a really good young core, so mm -hmm. perhaps That's it's their true. next generation. And there is this kid, uh, Gavi. Okay, mm -hmm. everybody knows him as Gavi. He plays for Barcelona. He's 18 years old. Um, many people say that he's the next big thing in Spain. Okay, so just watch out for these uh, players. And there, mm, yeah, there are he, many he, others, he, right? He's he's 18. He's 18. That's, that's that's yes. incredible and, and just that, that, you, you sorry you talked about you, so you talked about uh, Mitoma right is that that's his name yeah yeah uh, he plays in Brighton alongside with another player that's going to be in the World Cup which is uh, Moisés Caicedo from from Ecuador uh-huh so um, also a very good player and and they play alone they play together so I just remember you know this reminded me um, of um, Another good player from Brighton, so yeah, yeah that's that, that's cool. That's cool, man. So, and do you have any predictions for the World Cup, Renat? Um, I do think Brazil has a pretty good chance. Uh, when you look at the squads, it was when I was checking the squads here. Um, Brazil's got a very uh, a, a cohesive uh, squad, um, some experienced players, and some players who maybe they don't have World Cup experience, but they have like championship experience they've been to like champions league finals scoring goals and uh, on on the finals so we have a pretty good chance i think uh, this this can be this can be good for us but i also think uh, argentina is uh, is alive uh, like for, for this one especially after they they won the the america the america's mm -hmm. cup you know yeah. um so they they have i think they they also have a good chance yeah cuz i've asked my like 
all of my students, yes, uh, their predictions, yes, how they think Brazil is going to fare in this World Cup. And I, I see that students have mixed feelings. Some of them think Brazil will fare well. Some people think that Brazil, you know, uh, won't win this World Cup. But okay, I might be wrong, but hopefully I'm right. I have really good. Uh, expect really high expectations, and also I, in my humble opinion, I think I've mentioned that in previous episodes. I, in my humble opinion, I think we have we have the best squad since the 2006 World Cup. Yeah, so that's the best squad we've had. Not only the 11 starting players, but also the bench players that we have. So the whole squad. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, and I, 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 I do believe that if we play. The way that we've been playing, we go into well. According to my predictions, I know that many people will disagree with me. We're gonna play Belgium in the final because Belgium is going to beat France. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Awesome. Uh, so we're gonna play Belgium in the final, and then we're going to revenge. We're going to because <laughs> we lost to Belgium. Yeah, that was that would be. So we're going to avenge that, and we're going to be the winners. Okay. Yeah, that would be a good. That would that would be a good redemption story, especially for Chichi, right? Yeah. Like lost. It's it's very similar to if you think about it. It's very similar to the to the to the Corinthians ascension to to world champions. The same idea. Like they lost a year, and then next year they they became world champions. So so yeah, I hope this happens. I hope this happens. So we're gonna beat Belgium yes and then um, but before beating Belgium in the final we have to beat well according to my predictions here oh that's gonna be a massive game we might <laughs> yes yeah, so I was because I was like looking here if we play if we okay guys I might be wrong so it's hard to make these kind of Uh, if we play, if we beat Portugal in the round of 16, so for those who don't know what round 16 is, what we call oitavas de final, right? If we beat Portugal, then we might face Germany in the quarterfinals. Cool. And if we beat Germany, we might face either the Netherlands or Argentina. Wow, that's gonna in be in the semifinal. <laughs> Yeah. So it's not an easy road. <laughs> it's not an easy road, Renato. It's going to be tough. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a cardiac test, as Gavon Bueno would say, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I, I, I do think we have a good chance. I think uh, I agree with you when you say that this we, we have like the best squad since 2006. I think this squad is really good. And also... I think the, the the ambient, you know, is also you know uh -huh. pretty pretty pro yeah. because yeah. Uh, if you look at most of the teams, if you get like the French squad, like the, there's like people fighting and you know like weird scenarios, yeah. and uh, I think Brazil's got a very good. It's it's in a very good place emotionally as well. Yeah, so I think uh -huh. I think it's, it's gonna work out. They have the, co the cohesiveness, yes, the, the, exactly. the, that we need the the the, the bond. Yes, the rapport uh, amongst players, and yeah, that's what we. Yes, nice. All 
right, Renato. So now uh, I guess it's time for uh, how do you say the part of our show in which we ask each other vocabulary questions related to the conversation that we just had. So um, I'd like to start here, Renato, by you've used uh, uh, fondly remember, right? Uh, yes. And, and I like that. Can you can you explain to our listeners what uh, fondly remember is? Um, this is like when you when you have good feelings about something from the past. It's something that you. Uh, it's when you have a, um, a, a a loving memory, you know. So when you say fondly remember this moment, it means that uh, you remember that moment with a lot of um, uh, feelings, good feelings, mostly, right? So that's uh. that's what it means. Um, another thing, there was something that you, you mentioned, Marcel, when you were talking about, uh, we were talking about uh, Leonardo, right, in the World Cup of 94, and you said that he elbowed um, an opponent, like using elbow as a verb. We normally know elbow as a noun, right, part of your body. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So what, what would that be? Yeah, no, yeah, well, you used up the part of the body, uh, that elbow here. Uh, I, I, well, people cannot see me, but that's the... Part of the body, people in Portuguese we say cotovelo, right? But uh -huh. we can use as a as a verb. So you hit someone with your elbow, which is obviously illegal in football. Uh, and that, that's that, that's the beauty of English, right? We we can use nouns as verbs, right? Not not all of them, but we can normally, for example, water. You can water the plants, right? Exactly. You can. Uh, There was another one. Yeah, it was another one that I uh, I just uh, I taught my students yesterday. It was like like the word bank, for example, right? Like the bank where you you just you save your money, so you can bank with a company. You can bank with a bank. So that's <laughs> using a noun as a verb. All right, Renato, and you use the word top notch, which is um, uh, by the way one of my favorite words in English. Can you clarify that to listeners? Sure. Uh, top notch is another way of saying like something that something is the best, you know, or that is that has a lot of quality, you know. So this is a top notch player. It means that it goes like as one of the best players, right? Oh, this this movie is top notch. It means that it's a very very good movie. So we we normally use top notch to to talk about you know the best or with the with the biggest quality. Yeah. Know? I, I like saying I like say top notch. Top notch is a top notch word. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was another expression that I heard you say, Marcel. Uh, you um, used the expression in hindsight, and could you clarify that for our listeners? Yeah, in hindsight, uh, you can also say with the benefit of hindsight, right? Because you when you when uh, when you think about past events, things that you've done. Or, and it, it's easy to, to make a better judgment of it. Oh, I should have done this. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have ordered the burger instead of the pizza, right? Or I, I should have bought these instead of that. So it's easy to, 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 to you know, uh, to make judgments to, you know, when you think about the past, because now you, you, you've been through that. So that's why mm -hmm. I say when you, you know, in hindsight, we should have done this instead of that. It's, That's and nice. uh, you also used uh, beat right as um, uh, as a verb and but uh, 
Can you can explain to listeners uh, uh, the meaning of this word in in this context that we? Mm -hmm. Sure. In in, in spe especially sports contexts, um, we use the word beat when you win uh, a game against another opponent. So, for example. Um, if I um, if I play my friends like in a in a game of chess and I win, which is almost impossible, but <laughs> uh, because I'm I'm really bad at, at chess. Uh, but if I win, I I can say that I beat my friend. That uh -huh. means that I won. You know, mm -hmm. so that's uh -huh. the idea. Okay. There was another expression. Uh, it was the expression uh, to take after. Mm -hmm. uh, I heard you say it, Marcel, in one of the. The, the answers so could you clarify that for us yes for example if my if, for example if my mother my father is like tall for example and i'm tall as well let's say that i took after my father took after my mother and the same mm -hmm. goes for personality or for for talent right if my my, my dad was really good at i don't know mathematics i'm really good at mathematics people can say you know uh, oh, but I think you took after your father, right? So you inherited some some of the characteristics from from your parents. So this is you could use to take after. So it can be related to physical attributes or or like personality or, or even skills and talents. So it's a it's a really nice uh, phrasal verb to use. Yeah, that's very interesting. And if you haven't heard these terms in our conversation, you may listen to this episode again and try to spot them all. Okay then. Really curious to listen to this episode two weeks from now and see how much of it we got it right or wrong. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and tag us at, at CulturaInglesOficial with your pictures, insights, and stories. Once again, thank you very much, Renato, and see you around. Thank you so much, Marcel. It was a pleasure. Hope to be here soon. Yeah, see you. Bye bye, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast.